blessed New Year's Eve to all of you. Our uh, reading appointed for today comes from St. Luke, chapter 12, verses 35 through 40. Jesus said, Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table, and he will come and serve them. If he comes in the second watch or in the third and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Eternal God, we commit to your mercy and forgiveness the year now ending and commend to your blessing and love the times yet to come. In the new year, abide among us with your Holy Spirit that we may always trust in the saving name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear friends of God, none of us could have guessed what we'd see in 2020. As an American citizen, for me, one of the most overlooked stories has been the censorship over the last year. I remember a couple of years ago, we found out that Facebook, Twitter, and Big Tech were working with the Chinese Communist Party on the censorship of their people. It was front page news in the New York Times. We were collectively appalled that tech companies based in the U.S. would be complicit in the suppression of information. Now fast forward a couple years, and we have an iron curtain of censorship in our own country. Very few seem to have noticed. Very few have seemed to care. Anyone with a different point of view is censored, ridiculed, and fired. Speech and dissent, in many ways, has been shut down. Therefore, one dare not question the narrative. One dare not question mainstream media, big tech, big government, and big pharma. Do you remember that, those bumper stickers that used to say, question authority? You just don't see those these days anymore. But if you do question authority these days, your Facebook account, your Twitter will be shut down. Many credible doctors... Professionals, all people have lost their jobs to daring to speak out. The thing is, folks prefer to live in a nice, cozy world. It's convenient to believe that mainstream media, big tech, big pharma, and big government institutions are all motivated by selfless love and goodwill and are all just all looking out for you. But you see, fear has long been used as a weapon against people. Fear is paralyzing, but for them and for our social engineers, it's a profitable and lucrative business. 
May God give to us all calm confidence during these times. May he strengthen us to fear nothing except losing him. Tonight, Jesus says, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. And be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast, so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. On New Year's Eve, tonight it only makes sense that we focus our attention on the second coming of Christ. He is coming soon to end this world as we know it and to usher in something far greater, a new heaven and a new earth where peace and righteousness dwell. No corruption, no tears, no pain, only supernal bliss and worship before the Lamb on his throne. You see, this old earth is spinning around for one reason and for one reason only, so that more people will reach repentance and receive eternal life. That's ultimately the best way to interpret all the events that we go through. Everything that we see going on in the world around us as opportunities to see our great need for Christ and his salvation. Because the biggest threat that we face is not COVID, the lies, the deception, or our social engineers. The greatest danger we faced in this past year and the greatest danger we face in the year to come is our own sin. And it's sin which left unchecked, which threatens to separate us from God and land us in hell forever. You see, the greatest conspiracy and lie this world has ever seen is the will of man to unseat God from his throne and to be the managers of our own lives. That is the ultimate lie, the ultimate self-deception, to be our own gods, to turn away from the God of love and to forge our own way. For that primal sin, we must all repent and remember that our times are in God's hands. Tonight, Jesus tells us to be ready when he comes and to stay awake. You see, the church and the world are awake, but for very different reasons. This lonely world will watch the bizarre quasi-religious ceremony of a ball dropping in an empty Times Square. They'll count the seconds down to midnight. But Christians, we've got something far greater. For we wait and joyfully keep vigil for our Lord's return, who promises to rescue us from every evil and to bring us to himself in heaven. We are here in these bodies and lives for just such a time as this, to trust in God with everything that we've got and to love and to serve our neighbor. Who knows what the new year will bring? Every year at this time, I remind you that this new year is Anno Domini. That means that it's the year of the Lord. So 2021 will also be a year of our Lord in his control. It's all in his hands. Your life and those you love are in his hands. Hands that were stretched out and crucified for your salvation. Hands that gave blessings on the day that he rose and the day he ascended to the right hand of his Father in heaven. Those same hands were placed on you tonight through his minister, announcing that all your sins have been forgiven by his blood and removed as far as the east is from the west and that he remembers them no more. As we begin a new year, 
We're up against a lot, no doubt about it. Difficult days ahead in this strange and bizarre social experiment, which seems to be getting ratcheted up by the day. So admittedly, the short-term prospect is unsettling. But the long-term diagnosis for those who trust in Christ will always be exceedingly good and rosy. The church ends the calendar year in a different way than the rest of the world. Isaiah told us how in our reading, in returning and rest, in quietness and in trust, God is our strength. In our epistle text tonight, the apostle, he gives us the most comforting words maybe in all scripture. He asks us a great question for 2021. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things. Tonight, Christ dresses himself for action to serve you. At the altar, you recline at his side, and he comes to serve you with his heavenly gifts, which should make you cheerful, filled with confidence in his promises, and eager to serve him in this poor life of labor. Christ died, he rose, and he intercedes for you. What discomfort and distresses will the new year bring? Who knows? But Christ promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us, but will work all things together for good for those who love him. And we do love him. So come what may, Paul says tonight that nothing, absolutely nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God. That simple promise should be more than enough for a happy new year. In the name of Jesus, amen.